is right. It's the podcast for dads by a dad, talking about all the ups and downs, the trials and tribulations, and just everything in between on this wonderful journey that we call fatherhood, or as we call it, aka dad life. Welcome back to episode 23. It is good to be back with regular recordings. I'm excited to be back. Uh, it is currently 10.37, excuse me, at night. That's right. It's I call it data clock because it's the only time, you know, you get that time where you put the kids to bed between 7 and 8 and then you get everything done and then you got like, you know, an hour and a half to yourself uh, before you have to turn the lights off. Otherwise, you're not going to get up in the morning. But, you know, you're going to get up at about like midnight and 1, 2, whatever. But uh, it's data clock, which means that it is time to record another episode. And once again, thank you for being here. If this is the 20 minutes that you're spending on your own or you're in the car or wherever you're listening to it, maybe you're at the gym and if you are, good for you because it means you're taking care of yourself, which is fantastic. But I really appreciate you being here. And uh, let's settle in for 20 minutes of just dad stories, dad life, and hopefully a whole bunch of positivity and uh, a little bit of laughs around the old shit dad club. But we like to start every episode, of course, with the dad win of the week. And yes, the dad win of the week is yours truly. Um, I wanted to say this one. I wasn't going to, I was going to grab one online, but I thought, you know what? No, I I just want to get this one out because I think it's very important for me. Um, And it involves my youngest daughter, Summer, who is currently four months old. She's almost five months. She's five months uh, in uh, whatever next month is, August, September. So uh, she's getting on, she's getting older, she's getting bigger, she's getting smiley, she's starting to talk more, not literally talk, but you know, mumble and grumble and make sounds and it's fantastic, it is really cool, she's really out of the newborn phase now, into that like little baby bubble phase uh, and it's the best, it's really good and um, you know, this dad win is is an accumulation of a whole bunch of things because the dad win itself is quite simple but there's a lot of underlying things around the dad win that uh, made me... Not emotional, but I don't know, just a little bit aware of what's going on. So baby milestones are a big thing and they're very, they're, you know, you don't think you're going to get super excited about them, but you do. You always get super excited about baby milestones when your child does something, whether it's for the first time or maybe they've just done something that you're like, oh, that's a new skill. And it gets really excited. So my little gorgeous baby, Summer, has started to roll over. So she goes from her back onto her belly, does a little bit of tummy time. Uh, she can't roll back yet, I think. But uh, yeah, it's a big deal. So, you know, when your bub rolls over for the first time, like I said, you don't think you're going to get excited, but damn, you get fucking G'd up. And um, so that was the dad win. But, you know, underlying from that is... You know, I've, my my partner and I, Kia, my fiance and I, uh, we, we are very set on two children. Uh, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, uh, we don't want any more kids. Any other kid is an accident. And I hope if we do have another kid, they don't hear that. But hopefully, you know, we're settled on two. And it's one of those things now where I'm realizing that all these firsts that Summer is going through is now going to be most likely my last first so every time she does something you know it's it's really exciting it's great I get really pumped about it but then you know there's this little voice in my head saying like you're not going to feel that again for that specific thing 
So I saw her roll over. We got really excited, and then I like it sort of dawned on me that you know my my little my little babies are growing up, and I know they're only she's only four months old, but you know with Skylar, it's you know Skylar's my two and a half year old. Um, I it 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 goes so fast. Like I hate saying that because it's very cliche. I mean, it is cliche. Like everyone tells you that it goes so fast, but genuinely, when you're in the moment, it feels like it's forever. It feels like the days take long. It's you know long days, but very short years. And before you know it, you've got a little crawl, a walking around person who's telling you they want to do things and that they don't like things, and they're they're their own person, but. When you got, you know, your bub, your little baby, they're so like just cute and squishy and, you know, when they start to get older, you start to sort of see that, especially with your second one because the first one you sort of, you know, just on your feet 24-7. The second one you're way more aware of what's going on and when they do those little things, you, you just get excited and if it is your last child, you're like, wow, like shit's going so quick. You know, I remember holding her for the first time in the hospital and all of a sudden she's now rolling over and doing all that sort of stuff so it was a huge dad win seeing those milestones be met but you know that it's definitely an element of like you just see it sort of going away already and you start to go you know because when you're in the moment and times are tough you're always wishing it away you know I'm guilty of it everyone's probably guilty of it you know you've had a, a late night with your bub things are just crazy, you're tired, you're annoyed, you're just like, please go to sleep. And then, you know, you realize, damn, like those moments are so quick. They're so fast. So as much as you want to wish it away and as much as you will wish it away, you have to, you definitely got to take a step back and go, you know, you got to cherish this. As tough as it is, you have to cherish it because as soon as you start seeing them, go down uh, and start, well, not go down, but start to grow and seeing those little babies go away, um, you know, it's 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 pretty crazy. It's honestly crazy. And, and every milestone is great. You know, Skylar's doing things at the moment. She's almost three and you're just like, well, she's not almost three. She's just two and a half. But you're seeing her do new things and you're getting excited about that. But you're like, oh, you know, I remember... I remember when you were doing this and that is why these, I know they're the devil, but they're so important because you'll catch yourself sometimes sitting down and you'll just go back and look at some photos or videos and you'll be like, holy shit, like they've grown so much out of nowhere, just gone, the baby's gone, I've got this little human walking around, so big dad wincing, Summer smashing those milestones not really smashing. I mean, she just rolled over, but it, it was cool. It was really awesome. And, and I'm really taking it in this time and, and it's, it's good. I'm very present at the moment. I feel like I've, I've really achieved, you know, my goal this year with summer being born was be as present as possible. Like try your best to be present. And I feel like if I look back on how much stuff, you know, I was there for, and I remember, and I was off my phone and, and I feel like, I, you know, I'm really doing a good job at that. So if that's you too, and, and you feel like you're getting that good job. And if you're someone who's feels like they struggle being present, I mean, what, firstly, don't put so much pressure on yourself, you know, don't get yourself into a rut or a hole thinking like, Oh, I'm not experiencing, experiencing. Oh my God. I guess bloody all over the shop. I'm not experiencing this the way I wanted to, but just be there. Just be there. Take it in. Remember it. And that's all. That's the best advice I can give you if you are expecting a child, whether it's your first, second, third, fourth, whatever. Maybe your tenth. Uh, but yeah, big dad win. 
Um, let's jump into the podcast. Uh, well, not we already jumped into the podcast, but let's let's let let's have a rant. Okay, I'm gonna have a rant, right? And this could be taken many away. Okay, if I put this on TikTok, it's probably gonna be taken negatively because everything on TikTok just goes crazy. I've currently got a viral video at the moment that's on about 200k views and it's pretty much just getting pushed because there's fights in the comments section which you know for me personally as a content creator top notch that's what I want because it's pushing in the algorithm but when I do actually take a second to look at the arguments which I try not to they're very dumb they're very like man versus woman type stuff and it's just pointless we're all a team I mean like get off our high horses and let's just be there for the kids right um but I want to talk about gentle parenting and I want to talk about the importance of gentle parenting, however, the line of which where gentle parenting stops and, you know, authoritarian parenting gets involved, okay? And and this, this is an example that I saw. I'm going to make it very vague because I don't want to specify any parent here. I don't know the story. I don't know what's going on. I don't know this parent's life because it was just someone that I viewed at a shopping center, but... You'll see what I mean about the time and place for gentle parenting. So we're at the shops, uh, Kia and I and, and the kids, and we're in the car, and we're in the car park, right? Car parks at the shops on the weekend, very busy. Not a nice place to be, especially if you hate driving in car parks like your boy. Too much shit going on. I don't like it, but you do it anyway because that's what we've got to do. And uh, we're on like a busy stretch of where... Uh, the car parks are so you got like your little inlets where like there's less cars and then you got your main bit where there's still parks but it's like the way out and um so we're sitting in the car there's a bit of a traffic jam and i i was like what is going on why is there a traffic jam happening right now in the middle of the shops and i noticed that it was a child and about a two-year-old little boy um and he was pretty much in the middle of the road and I'm talking, when I t- say like in the middle of the road, I mean like danger zone, in the middle of the road. Roads and kids, no, there's no question, Get kids aren't on the road, that's it. I, know, I get it, it's hard, they're tough, but do not let your kid on the road, okay? You know, it's just common sense. This little kid was on the road and he was sitting down and it was, you know, holding up traffic. There was cars everywhere, people were very sketchy about driving around and I noticed that the parent of this child was trying to talk this child off the road. So obviously not trying to, you know, get angry at them or things like that. Probably going down the gentle parenting avenue. And I thought to myself, and excuse my friends, but what the fuck are you doing? Like, there is a time and a place for gentle parenting. I am a gentle parent. I like to explain things. It is very difficult for me. It is very easy for my partner. She's very patient. Not me. I've had... Many a struggle with gentle parenting, okay? But there is an absolute time and place for gentle parenting, okay? When you're at home, when you're in the shopping center where there's no immediate danger, gentle parenting. It's a way to go, absolutely. When there is immediate danger to a child, your child, anything, gentle parenting does not exist. You get that kid off the road and out of danger, There is no question, okay? There is no formula. You do not talk your child off the road when there is traffic. That is just no, no. So I don't know what was going on, but if you are someone who is gentle parenting, and which I think a lot of us are, and it's great, it's fantastic, but there is a time 
and a place. Like I said, shopping center, when you're talking them out of a tantrum, absolutely listen to them, let the emotion out, and then deal with the problem. When they're on the road and they're in danger, rip that kid off the road. That's it. Okay, there's no, no. Immediate danger, no gentle parenting. Get the kid off the road. I don't care if they're crying. Rip them off the road. Their safety is paramount. It doesn't matter. And that goes for any situation where the child is in danger. If they're in the pool area and they shouldn't be in the pool area, and I say this, like I said, I'm not an expert parent. I'm just someone with common sense. Do not talk that kid out of it. Get the kid out of there. Okay, it, 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 there might be tears. There might be tantrums. Just get the kid out of danger. You are more likely to get the kid out of danger. They will have a tantrum, get them to a safe spot, then go back to gentle parenting. I'm sorry. I had to rant about that. I honestly did because it just, I I couldn't fathom it. Like, you know, I just, like they're on a fucking road. I mean, it just didn't make sense to me. So I don't know what was going on. I kept that story very vague. I, I don't know, whatever. Whatever happened that day, but just my advice Gentle parenting, time and a place, authoritative parenting, if the child is in danger, get them out of there, okay? It's happened to me. I've ripped my daughter Skylar off the road once or twice. I learned my lesson. There was one time where, you know, we were waiting around. I was trying to get something out of the car. She was on, like, next to me. She decided to try and dart away. I grabbed her. Look, I probably hurt her arm. Bad dad. But at the end of the day, my daughter was in danger because it was a busy road and there was no way that I was putting her at risk by trying to talk her off the road. Absolutely not. Get her in the car, then we talk about it. <sighs> Sorry, I saw that. I wrote it. I literally wrote it down immediately. Like I had to write it down because I just thought, what is going on? Why are we doing this? This is insane. Absolutely insane. But Okay, rant done. I'm going to need some water. Let's go on. Let's go on. Um, yeah, so... Um, not to not to quickly segue into something else, but I will I will tell another story. And this is a I would say this is a shit dad club moment story, but it is not the shit dad club of this week. But um, you heard the the expression "bad luck comes in threes. Well, bad parenting um, comes in threes as well. Um, so I'll give you a, a bit of a rundown. It was Friday. It was a Friday last Friday actually, and it was my job to get Skylar to kindy, which it always is on the Friday, and um, for the most part, everything was going well. Everything was going really well. I had the bag bag packed, my lunch packed. Everything was good. The house was tidy. We were on our road, ready to go. I get in the car and I, I had this feeling, you know, and everyone has this looming feeling of something, it's too good to be true, okay? Where everything, it was just like, you know, you know when you're cutting wrapping paper, when you're wrapping presents and the scissors start sliding and you're like, this is, okay, this is great. It was like that. Get in the car. We're on time. We're killing it. I get a call from my missus about, I'm going to say about 10 minutes out away from my house. Okay. So I'm past the point of no return. Okay. And I'm, and I'm not running late, but I need to get to work. She calls me. She goes, um, just so you know, uh, Skylar's bag is still here. And I went, oh my God. I had packed it, everything, sheets, everything. It was perfect. I was like, I look like such a great parent. I'm going to rock up to kindy. They're going to be like, you're such a great dad. I'm going to be like, yep, thank you very much. I got my shit together. The bag was nowhere to be found. Now, I got to kindy and I thought, what are the necessities that she needs to have? Okay, they've got spare sheets at kindy. I can tick that box. She needs a drink bottle. Okay, I'll scrounge around. Managed to find 
her drink bottle, her second drink bottle, which I keep in the car empty just in case. So once again, prepared, got it. So I had the, had the bottle. Um, she didn't have a change of clothes. I just told um, our educators, look, I'm so sorry. I forgot the bag. My bad. It's, yeah, my, oops. Um, we don't have change of clothes. And as I took Skylar into kindy, there's a moment. And I, I can liken this moment to when I was at school and I got the free dress day wrong when I was in year five. I said it was this day, Thursday, whatever, wrong week. Rocked up to school, everyone's in uniform, I'm in free dress looking like a fucking idiot. Now, I had that exact same feeling yet again because I walked in to Skylar's kindy and I must have missed the email that it was dress up day. It was dress like a cowboy day because it was the Ecker and all the kids were dressed up except my daughter who was just wearing regular clothes. And I'm not talking regular clothes that could pass as cowboy clothes. I'm talking regular, regular clothes. And I was like, oh my God. So I've forgotten her bag. I've forgotten it's free dress day. I'm feeling like an idiot. I thought, oh, all right. So I told, lucky enough, my like my daughter's too. She doesn't know what's going on. She was just like, everyone's just dressed up like crazy people. I'm a crazy person too. And I thought, thank God for that. Okay, awesome. She's happy. Fantastic. Told the educators, look, I'm so sorry I missed the thing. Can she still get involved in all the photos and stuff? And they were like, yeah, yeah, we got cowboy hats and stuff. So they were legends. So good. Loved it. Get back in the car. And I'm like, what, have, what is this morning? Get halfway to work. I packed a beautiful lunch. Remember I spoke about last, if you listen to the last podcast, I said I need to get back into meal prepping. So I'm eating healthy food. I'm not buying food all the time. Unfortunately for me, I realized that under Skylar's bag, for kindy was my lunchbox. I forgot my lunch and your boy had to buy lunch again. And the lunch wasn't good. It was like a toasted sandwich. So I'd forgotten my daughter's kindy bag. Forgot that it was free dress day. And then, not free dress day, but dress up day. And then I forgot my own lunch. And I went on and had a shitty day. But it's okay because I got to pick up my daughter in the afternoon and she had a great day at kindy. And I felt okay by the end of the day because she has a big, beautiful smile. I got a big cuddle and she said, I love you, daddy. And I said, thank God you still love me because I had an absolute perler today. But it's okay because we go again this week. And on Friday this week, I've checked my emails. I'm going to have the bag ready. I'm going to have an alarm set on my phone to remember the bag. And of course, I'm going to have my lunch ready. So we can only go up from here, gang. We can only go up from here. So I'm thirsty as today. I just had social futsal. We ended up going down 7-3, but it's okay because we had a fun time and I had a break from my family. Alrighty. I'm loving this potty, actually. I'm really getting a lot off my chest. This is great. I'm really vibing it tonight. I've got some energy. And uh, you know what it's time for? It's time for my favorite segment because this one was sent in by a listener. And I always love when listeners send these through because... They are fantastic. They, they, I love them and I love that we, you guys have the, like, I don't know, confidence in me that I can tell these stories on the podcast and we can laugh about them because that's what we have to do. There is no point dwelling on shit dad club moments because we all have them. What's the point of dwelling on them when learning, right? So this one comes in from Charlie. Charlie, thank you so much for reaching out. I really appreciate it. He says, hey, mate, absolutely love the pod. Binge it all uh, all in about a week. I appreciate you, man. That means so much to me. You have no idea. Um, and he said, just wanted to submit a shit dad club moment. Let's get it on. 
Uh, I'm currently in Thailand with my wife and my nine point uh, nine and a half month old son. He's having an absolute ball and couldn't be more excited. That is unreal, man. I'm all about families with young kids going traveling because it is so much fun. Uh, if you listen, you obviously knew I took my daughter to Japan and Fiji. Best time ever. However, on the plane over here from Melbourne, he needed his nappy changed after having a poo. Took him into the bathroom to change him, which was a challenge in itself considering how small the bathrooms is. Been there, man. It is such an absolute pain in the bum. Anyway, changed him, popped some pseudo cream on him and got him dressed. Thought, okay, I'll quickly just pop his nappy in the bin and go back to the seat. I kept my arm on the change table while I turned around, but didn't keep my arm on the little fella. Sure enough, he decided to roll over. Uh, roll over my arm and off the table he landed on the side of the toilet and luckily I caught him before he kept going onto the floor now let's unpack this okay we made a mistake and I've been there too we made a mistake always keep your eyes on the kids my partner always said that to me she said you know you don't know what the baby's capable of and sure enough I've had moments where I've left the baby lucky enough nothing too bad happened because I got great dad reflexes as Charlie also has uh, and they've rolled. And of course, I look like a fucking idiot because I was like, ah, I, yeah, okay, I'm stuffed up. Now, one thing I want to highlight about Charlie is that I know how difficult it is to having a baby on a plane, let alone changing a baby on a plane. Virtually, like, the, the amount of the size you get in an airport bathroom, they're not designed to change children, obviously, but we do it anyway. But the one thing I want to highlight about Charlie's uh, shit down club moment is. The dad reflexes, you know, dad reflexes are incredible, okay? When you see your child about to fall, you turn into like Adam Gilchrist behind the stumps in the ashes. You don't drop shit. You have the movements. You move like literally an 18-year-old like kid. You have absolutely pinpoint accuracy with your movements. And I will say, Charlie, to make you feel better, mate, my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, she was eating on the step uh, we have like a stool up to the bench where she eats and uh, she was pissing about. I probably should have done something about it. But anyway, I was walking behind her and she was leaning against the safety bar. Now, the safety bar does have a tendency if you push upwards, it falls out. She leant on it and then pushed upwards and she fell. And I literally caught my daughter's head in the palm of my hand about that far off the wooden floor. And God knows what could have happened if she actually fell? I, like, I don't like to think about it, but once again, man, you caught him, you caught your little dude, and all is well. And now we've got a funny story to tell, which you have told me, and I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you listening, and mate, have a great time in Thailand. I, I think it's fantastic to see young families traveling. It is memories that you will never, ever, ever forget, and I just hope you're having a great time, mate, because I know Thailand, Bali, they're all fantastic places to go, despite people being like, I'll never go to Bali. Yeah, whatever, don't, more for me. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, Charlie, and I appreciate you so much for sending that in. If you have your own shit dad club moment, feel free to send it in in any way. You can email it to cooldadcollective at hotmail.com. You can send it to me on TikTok at cooldadcollective, or you can send it to me on Instagram like Charlie just did at cooldadcollective, and make sure you add that little underscore at the end because somebody stole Cool Dad Collective. Well, not really. They just created it before I did. Um, guys, we did it. That's 20 minutes of your day listening to a dad rant and rave about his children and other people's children and just being dads. Um, 
yeah, guys, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, you guys know the links. If you are enjoying the podcast, please, wherever you listen to the podcast, leave a rating or a review. The reviews are so nice. I love reading them. Um, I haven't had many, but the ones I have had, damn, they they give me the fuzzies, dude. It's so nice seeing dads get around. Dads, uh, speaking of dads getting around, dads, shout out to my boy, Mitchell Askew, uh, my workmate. He is a dad, an absolute weapon of a dad. Uh, he's decided to put his boots back on for rugby league, get fit, and he's just come away with a Div 2 uh, rugby league fan. Uh, uh, Div 2 rugby league grand final up the Redlands Parrots and up uh, Mizzy for getting it done. And it's just great seeing dads getting around dads. I had a big group of dads with me watching Miz get over the line for a meat, tr- uh, meat pie. So very stoked on that. Shout out to Miz because I know you might listen. Maybe. I don't know. You'll probably listen to this one. Guys, keep being you, keep being dads, keep changing stereotypes, enjoy every moment that you have with your kids, enjoy the little dad wins, enjoy the little milestones, be very kind to your partner, help them out wherever you can. If you're a single dad, you're a soldier and you keep going, doing what you're doing because you're doing a great job. And just, if you're a dad in general, be proud of what you're doing because you are shaping the next generation and we should be super proud of that. Guys, you guys have a fantastic week, enjoy everything and... Peace.